G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And Mike, we are in the thick of national final season, aren't we? We certainly are. What time are you up this morning, Dale? 3 a.m. You're insane. I know. You're up at 5, which is very unusual for you. I'm insane. Yes. <laughs> well, before we get into the national finals, let's just look back at some other events that happened this week, including the semi-final allocation draw, Michael. Um, how do you think we fared? Massive event, um, because it, it really does set the tone for the qualifying countries, if you want to buy tickets or who you're up against. Mm. I'm going to say, we didn't fare very well, Dale. <laughs> okay, why do you think that is? Look, I'm not one of these people that uh, says, oh my God, one of the, this really is your make or break, but we didn't really get our voting buddies with us. Mm. And I was looking down that list and I only saw one other English-speaking country, which was Cyprus. True. Um, I, look, yeah. I, th- I think, you know, there was a Scandinavian pot and our best friends in Scandinavia are Norway, Sweden and Denmark. And out of the six, all three of them went to the other semi-final. Malta was one of the only ones who gave us decent tally votes. They went to the other semi-final. And United Kingdom, who do give us some votes um, from the big five-plus hosts, went to the other semi-final. Mm. But on the flip side, there were some really big countries in the other one. So we're kind of avoiding some traditionally good Eurovision countries. We're not, and, we're not going head-to-head with Sweden. We're not going head-to-head with Russia. These yeah. are the guys that generally get through most of the time. So there's good things to be seen out of it, definitely. It, yeah, it goes both ways. And look, if you've got a great song, you're going to get through. I guess it just means if it's borderline, yeah, it starts to get a bit worrying. But look, Jessica Malboy got pretty much votes from everyone in the semi-final last year. So, you know, that was in Russia, including. So it could be, in, you, look, it should be fine. As long as we appeal to the juries, forget about the telly vote. We, we should <laughs> no, never we really worry the about tele-vote the telly this vote. Year. Come on, uh, come on. So look, I don't think it's a disaster, but it probably didn't. The cards didn't exactly fall our way. Okay, well, move on to other Australian news this week, and we had the final two songs for Australia Decides, didn't we? We certainly did. One of the big hitters released their song, the full version of their song they had been teasing for a while. Shepherd have released On My Way. Okay, so Shepherd, they finally got their song out on my way. Uh, Michael, are you impressed? I'm, I don't know if I'm impressed. This is pretty much what I expected from Shepherd. Yes. Uh, this is very true to them. This is a very authentic Shepherd song. Is it blowing my socks off? Is my wig in the atmosphere? No. Um, I think this is good. This is really solid, and um, you know this this will be a safe pair of hands, I think, for Australia to pick, mm. and it's going to appeal to a lot of the telly voters here in Australia. I'm going to say that. Yeah, look, they're they're a very popular band. I think sometimes when you're so close to it, it, it can be hard to judge properly because Shepherd gave us a Shepherd song, and we're all like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> what? what are, I guess what yeah. else would we expect? I, I think it's it's a really good, solid song. Again, without maybe. I agree with you. My wig isn't flying into the stratosphere for sure. Uh, I'm really interested in what they bring live. But you know what? We are going to talk at great length about this today because we are going to be releasing a song-by-song podcast episode, just a five, ten-minute one on each one over the next couple of days leading up to Australia Decides. We'll go 
more in depth on Shepard and all the other songs and what we think about them all. Including the one, the other one that was released this week, Dale, which was from Tanya Doko. So let's have a listen. Tanya Doko, Piece of Me. time of recording we do only have a 40 second or so clip i believe it's due out imminently i have to say it, it's it's pretty much what i expected from tanya uh this is a very uh, sort of almost scandy pop 90s kind of song mm. it's very safe it's there it's pleasant and i know that's a terrible word to use for any kind of song yep. in a national final but this is a, this is of good quality once we hear the full thing i'm sure i'll probably be either a little more impressed or a little unimpressed either way yeah look i think it's right there in the middle isn't it there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing that's blowing my socks off about it um she's a really accomplished artist i think it's good national final song from what I could hear. Absolutely. Um, but there's not much probably too else to say at this point really about Tanya's song. And I think there is a disadvantage of going last because you've had some songs that are blowing everybody away. And if you had released it a month ago, I guess maybe we'd be more into it because we've all kind of made up our mind about the songs mm. that we like. Yeah, um, definitely. So I'm interested to see what she's going to bring live, and I'm interested to see what all the performances are going to bring live. So um, we'll see if it might live or die by that. But uh, I need to hear the full song. I've been burnt by snippets before. We all, all have, yep. Also speaking about uh, Australia Decides, we did a great crossover uh, podcast this week with the American guys from Euro the Eurowhite yes. podcast. Great guys, Ben and Mike. So keep a listen out for that. I think that's going to drop sometimes during the week as well. Yeah, around Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at some exactly. point. Sometime I'm, during the week. I'm always interested to hear what uh, international people, particularly American people, think of our national selection. Yeah. I've got to say, I think there may be a correlation in Australian and American tasty music. Oh, there was a few disagreements though, wasn't there? I was, I was quite surprised little, by some of them. I was a little bit surprised. But, but um, uh, you'll have to listen to it. There are a great bunch of guys and you should definitely listen to the podcast. Watch out for us. Our social stream will let you know when that's out. Definitely. Now, let's move on to the next country. We've got a few to get through. Uh, Czech Republic, mm. um, that amazing national final, Michael. We have a result. Uh, we have a song and an artist. We did. I don't know if anyone was privileged to watch the live announcement. I certainly tuned in on their Facebook page. It was out of some Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> they had a projection screen which they pulled down and they used a PowerPoint presentation. It was the ultimate in technology. Congratulations, Czech Republic. Uh, sorry, I'm being a bit shady. Look, we have a winner. It is Lake Malawi with Friend of a Friend. She was my neighbour when we were 13. She moved back in. There's not much between us now. Do you know what I mean? So Lake Malawi, Dale, ended up equal first in the jury and second in the public vote. Barbara, the uh, other fan favourite, I think you could say. The Lana Del Rey. In the Lana Del Rey tribute act. She flopped in the public. Mm. Mm, Who yeah. won that? Uh, that was the dreadful space sushi. Remember, I quite like that. Can I put my hand up, please? Oh gosh. Uh, well, anyway, uh, Lake Malawi's got the the ticket. Um, it's look. It seems to have got a lukewarm to good response. I think from what I see in the fandom. Yeah, 
look, it's upbeat. It's fun. I guess you could bring this a little bit to life with a quirky kind of performance. But look, it's bottom of the pile of the songs that have been released so far for me. I think there's some interesting slash problematic lyrics in there. Oh. I'm not sure what to make of the whole thing. Um, I'm not getting too excited about Czech Republic, nor are they because they're already planning 2020 national final. They've released what they're doing next year, so wow. they're already looking to next year. Look, so, so much for the voter confidence in this year's song. I'm going back to the semi-final, semi-final allocation. I'm glad Czech Republic's in our semi-final. I agree with that one. Fair enough. <laughs> Watch out right. them beat us for 10th place in the semi. <laughs> okay, um, not only did we get a song and artist this week from Czech Republic, we also had two artist announcements, no song yet, but from Finland and Austria. Now, Michael, can I please start on Finland? Oh, God, if you have to. Everybody, get out your whistles, get out your lollipops, because it's 1999, 2000s era. It's Darude, um, famous for Sandstorm. Can we... We're not playing Sandstorm. Can we play another Sandstorm? We're not playing Sandstorm. <laughs> Look, okay. I said no. <laughs> but... Okay, it was a, a phenomenon, and it actually turned into quite a bit of a meme for the for the <laughs> youngsters in the 2010s as well. So it crosses generational boundaries. But Darude is going to be the Finnish act. He does have someone who's going to be singing the song, obviously, because mm-hmm. we know Sandstorm don't have any lyrics. <laughs> um, but look, it's caused some excitement. It's a bit of fun. He's going to bring a party. Uh, there's their odds shorten. <laughs> look, he's got no chance of winning. Well, we haven't heard the song. Uh, exactly. We need to hear but, the song, Dale. Yeah, but look, I think. Has created something quite interesting about it. Now, look, he's going to perform three songs yep. at UMK, the Finnish national final, and the Finnish public, and the jury will decide which of the three songs go through. Ah, la, what they did for Sara Alto last year. Yeah, look, I'm going to say people can laugh and scoff or whatever, but Darude is is a legend. He's an icon in Finland, and I think you know, to be honest. Good on him. Like, it's a big name for them. Hmm. Um, and, yeah, you know, like, we can scoff or whatever. But I hope he brings something really good. Well, I'm not scoffing. This song was brilliant. I, I loved it. My youth was to this song. Yeah. Um, we're top ten in multiple countries, including the UK, which is amazing. Number 40 only in here, hmm. in Australia. It was still a big song if you went to the clubs oh back in those God, days. Oh, my God, yeah. I got to heard it in clubs all over the place. Yeah, I'm interested to see what he brings with the three songs, what sort of variety, what sort of um, I don't tempo. think there'll be variety. <laughs> You can't have three sandstorms. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. But. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, let's move on to Austria because they had quite an interesting artist um, announced this week, didn't they, Michael? They did. They've announced, I've got to pronounce this properly, Panda? <laughs> Panda? 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 Oh, for God's sake. We're just, Panda. Call, we're just calling her Panda. Yep. All right. Her real name is Gabriella Horn. She's the 30-year-old. Uh, artist from Austria. She is very much known for her electro pop. Um, not a massive artist in Austria. So somebody who is not carrying any baggage or anything like that. She's had a few singles. She had one last year, for example. So I think it's an interesting choice. But then again, they had an interesting choice with Cesar last year as well. An unproven act. Um, apparently Symphonics won't be involved with the writing of the song. Okay. I have been reading on the internet. And you know me, Dale. I believe everything I read on the internet. <laughs> I know, UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd, I'd be surprised if it's a symphonic song. Then again, I was surprised it wasn't a symphonic song. So who knows? You know. Okay. And, and do you know why she's called Panda? Isn't it something about her waking up in the morning and that's what she looks like? That's what she said. She yeah. said she wakes up in the morning and looks like a panda. And to be honest, I can relate to that, Dale. I really, really can. So I'm a little bit 
Big Team Panda. You know? Yeah, she sounds like a really interesting act. Um, I like the sound of of her already. Mm. I'm looking forward to seeing what she has to bring to the contest. Yeah, and good stuff. Uh, Austria, you know, go out there, get young artists or or unknown artists, and, and make something of them, as they did with Cesar last year. Yeah, totally. I'm really interested. I think I think they're onto a bit of a good run here, Austria. I won't be surprised if that is a cracker. Mm. Right. Moving on, we had two um, Scandi um, nations or Northern European nations who released their songs in the last week. Now, we did reveal a little bit of this last week with Iceland, but we didn't have time to go through the songs. Mm. But we have, as we've gone through the songs of Iceland and Denmark. But let's start with Iceland, because it was an interesting bunch, Michael. Yeah, we, I mean, we always love Song of and We're always so excited to see it come out. And then we see the results. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. I, I, I don't want to be totally negative here, but I think, I'm going to say it, Iceland's in a rut. Mm. Iceland is in a real rut here. Um, we listened to those songs. Um, we did vote. Um, shall we say, let, let's talk about the one that we picked uh, and then we'll elaborate. Um, the number one song for us was Frederick Umar. Uh, so let's have a listen. So tell me what if I Yeah, look, Friedrich um, represented Iceland back in 2008 with Euroband, This Is My Life. And this is when they were really quite good. Um, there was uh, great upbeat songs. It had a pulse. It was life. Oof, look, we chose this song because it had a good vocal. Um, and that's pretty much the only good quality we had. We almost didn't want to play a song. Can I? Uh, um, yeah, we were struggling to play a song. I wrote here, these are my notes. Modern almost good better than Ari just like yeah I think you're in a rut here Iceland um yeah and look you know I don't know let's just throw it out there I think they've got to change this I, I, I think they've got to change Song of the Captain and I, if you've asked me either you go internal or you do something where you pick an artist and then you do something like Finland mm. give them three songs and get your best three songs because your ten songs were were awful. Yeah, it was a real struggle, and I guess the reason we're going on about this so much is because going through those ten songs, it was so utterly disappointing. Um, and we're not holding them to a Swedish standard here no. or something like this. We didn't expect much. It was really not good. Um, and Iceland have got a proud history. I know Song for Kepnen as a contest does. And they do the semi-finals to do it in Icelandic, and they do the English, and I get all the history behind it. But you've, I don't know, like, number one, having semifinals with these 10 songs just seems overkill to start with. Having the national final seems like overkill. Look what Malta did. They got rid of Mess this year. They've gone for an extra, they've got a good singer, yep. and they're going to find her a good song. This is it. a mess, and if you're having to rely on, you've got a head of Bjork who does a good vocal, and Friedrich from 10 years ago, both of them, to be your best act... And the only other good thing is a guy in a mask screaming? Like, this is awful. I was going to mention Hatari because they they at least brought something different and it's something at least that got my pulse going beyond, uh, you know, rigor mortis. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, and let's talk about Hera Bjork, right? You bring back Hera Bjork. He's, a, he's an icon. I mean, yes. I love this woman. And then you give her a song that sounds like off a morning show. And I've, my notes here was boring. Like... That's just not. That's not acceptable. She looks amazing, though. Yeah, she does. She really does look amazing. Look, but okay, things I, need to change in Iceland. I think you need to change. I really think you need to change. 
It's pretty dreadful, um, and we're only disappointed because it's almost like those really close friends that, like, yeah, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> I just am, yeah. I'm disappointed for them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I know they've only got a few hundred thousand people, but that hasn't stopped them doing amazing but things. But they're a talented few hundred thousand people. We've exactly. seen what these people can bring, and oh. what they're bringing now is just not... Not not up to scratch. All right, all right. Anyway. Let's move on from our long rants about. Sorry, Oz. but we had a lot of feelings about. Yeah, because we're passionate about. We were not. I was angry. Yes, you were. You were I wasn't angry. disappointed. I was angry. Okay, Denmark. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were saying that this wasn't a great national final selection. I disagree. I thought it was quite good. Yeah, I thought it was solid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah quite okay there. I wasn't getting overly excited, but it was I'm, pretty I'm good. Not a, I'm not at Song of the Captain sort of anger levels. <laughs> but we had three clear songs at the top now, work we with a couple top ones. Okay, so let's. We actually had an equal first. So let's have a listen to Marie Isabel. I'm going to say straight away, this isn't normally something I quite like. This is a sort of sort of folky pop song. She's got, a, I mean, I've got to say, she's got a lovely tone to her voice. Um, yeah, but overall, you know, it, it, it's quite good. I want to see this live. This is not knocking my socks off, but I still see some some good potential in this song. Totally. Um, I really didn't expect to like it, and it just kept growing on me as the song went on. It's very. It seems to be a song about her son. I'm guessing she, he was very much featured in the video. Um, I'm not quite sure, but well, I guess we'll find out more about that. But I really, I don't know. I re- it just grew on me. I really quite like that, and I think it'll actually be performed really well live. Um, a big surprise for me, but it was our equal first place. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I would have liked a bit more from the chorus, but it is what it is. Let's have a listen to the other, our uh, equal first place, and it was Erasmus. Well, when this first started, I was not a massive fan. It seemed a bit creepy. There's a video with a belly button. Um, (laughs) But God, he's got a good vocal. And he really elevated that last minute of the song was fantastic. And it went from being one of my, like, you know, eighth place up to my second, I think it was, in the end, second or third. Uh, Really good vocal. I think this will come across really well live on stage. Uh, And if you can do a really great performance of this, um, this could be really quite good. Yeah, I agree. Um, this this actually, I think, was my top. Um, this is this is a man ballad. He goes hard vocally, even in the studio. So this is all about the live. And I think if he can hit this live, this has got so much potential and it's got so much attention grabbing that it could be that it just jumps out from everything else. I see the potential in this, but again, it's going to come up to that live. If he can actually perform this to its full potential, I think this could be a real, real eye catcher. And I think this could do very, very well at Eurovision as well. I'm going to call that. Yeah, I don't think so. Straight away. Um, I think this is... I'm going to play that back to you. This was very, very good. I liked it. Look, I mean, again, it's a good song. I must just quickly point out, you wouldn't let me play our third. That was only one point behind first and second. <laughs> but it was Leonora yeah. with her very sickly sweet song Saccharin. about love in the world. 
Um, and she does a whole last chorus in lots of different languages. I think that has got Eurovision written over it, and that is going to win. That's my call right now. Mm. Um, it was my 12 points, only our equal third, but go and listen to it because Mike won't let me play it. Look, I don't think Denmark are going to do super well, Eurovision, based on what we've heard, but hey, it was better than Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's move on to the national finals that happened over this weekend. <gasps> Audible gasp. What did we start with, Michael? Melo started this morning, Dale. Melody Festival and... I prefer Melfest. It's interesting. You've got Melo, you've got Melfest, Melody Festival. I'm a Melfest fan of using those words. Yeah. I'm but... multifaceted. <laughs> Okay, well, look, it was the first show. It was a cracker as always. You just see that production value just go through the roof when you see it. And let's start with the first director final. Yeah, the first director final. 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 Uh, I like to try and be butcher the Swedish language. Uh, was Victoria not with me? Yeah, well, um, probably probably my third favourite Victoria song from Melfast, but my favourite performance. I think she struggled vocally before, particularly with the breathing. She did not struggle tonight. That vocal was so powerful and strong and emotive. Yes, there were some straining parts of there, but that was because she was giving everything to the performance. The rain coming down, the arm movements. She elevated that ballad into the stratosphere. My wig has not landed yet from this morning. <laughs> I was giving a standing ovation halfway through. You were. Mainly because I was relieved. I didn't think it was going to be that good. I was expecting it to be not good and her maybe not even get through to Aunt Hansen. Hansen. You done? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I'll have a go. Uh, yeah, look, I was... Very surprised. I was pleasantly surprised with Victoria's performance uh, this morning. I thought it was perfect for the song, even the way she was dressed, the way it was performed, the the, the rain falling down, the the the, the staging, the, the electronics used, and everything. I thought was terrific. I felt a bit sorry for her being soaked through, but um, you know, people pay for their art. <laughs> um, this this was really good, and I was a little worried about her doing a ballad rather than an up tempo yep. country esque song. Yeah. But she put all those fears to, to bed for me. Um, I was really impressed and did well and truly deserve it to go direct to final. Yeah, I'm getting some Sana Undo vibes from this one. Um, oh, this is Sana Undo with a pulse, though. Yeah, this. Like, I love Sana, and I don't want to say a bad word, but she basically. Uh, she just stood oh, there and sang. But she's song. also the perfect vocalist. Yeah. Um, but look, I mean, this could be, okay, one, fight, one, one show in. But could this be the year you get a Jon Henrik or a Victoria with a ballad? Sweden is going to react to that televote last year, and I reckon we're going to see a slow ballad or something different this year. We're not going to see that upbeat man thing going on. Ooh, possibly a female, who knows? Well, let's talk about the next one for Director yeah. Final. Director Final was Mohambi with Hello. Um, what do you reckon? Uh, I, sleep production? Very. Very Mons hero-esque at times, but however, the dancer did come out and was an exact replication of that. I believe it was the same uh, artistic director that did Mons. And oh, you well, could just see it. So, yeah. Oh, he's selling the whole the same thing out <laughs> four <laughs> years later. Though. It was effective. Yeah, I yeah. Like, effective. They made it a little bit um, human and that kind of like, you know, uh, computery stuff or whatever it was. A projection, projection. <laughs> stuff going on. Look, he, he, he was the dancing thing was good. The chorus it does get stuck in your head. 
vocally there were some struggles on the high notes though as well but uh, I don't have a major issue with him going through he definitely wasn't in my top two of the night though yeah I probably agree with that I probably would have had him in the top four maybe not in the top two I have no issue with the staging I thought it was done very very well I did have a little issue with the vocal but then again, it seems that Melfest the last couple of years, you can get away with a bit of a It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. Um, look, it's a good song. It's going to... It's a party song. You can see the crowd react to it. It looked like the uh, rehearsal audience, they voted that he was like the top song, I mm. think, when, for the exit poll. It didn't surprise me that he did very well. If this went to Eurovision for Sweden, I'd be disappointed in them. I think it's going yeah. nowhere near Eurovision, though. All right, well, let's move on to the second chance lots. The Andra Hansen. Andra Hansen. Um, shall we start with Nano? Yeah, Nano with Chasing Rivers. Um, Got to say, loved Nano uh, a couple of years ago with Hold On. Uh, he opened the show. I was expecting a lot, and maybe my expectations were a little too high. Um, I think this is a really good song. I like the song. This is going to be a song I listen to on Spotify and love for the rest of the year. But my gosh, that live was barely alive. Uh, yeah, it lacked everything I want. It lacked charisma. It lacked. It lacked star power. He just lacked conviction. Um, yeah, I was actually surprised he made Andre Hansen, to be honest. Um, I, you know, I wasn't a massive fan of Hold On originally, um, but I can at least understand that it was a good song. And I do think there's another good song here as well. I think he's being showed up for the fact that he's in a great live performer. I don't think he was particularly great in Melfest last time. He just sort of sat there and sang, and they had a lot of production around him. Um, you could see his eyes. That was about it. Um, this time he's got a child on there, you know, that I do not like children being used in performances because it's not allowed in Eurovision. I think we've heard this. Yep. I will keep going on about this until the... This is the hill I will die on. I am dying on this hill. Now, look... It, he, his diction was terrible. His mumbly, his vocal mm. was not powerful and strong, which at least it was with Hold On. Uh, this was, I found, one of the worst performances of the night. Oh. And the song managed to drag it through mm. to the second chance part because I don't think it, he necessarily deserved to go through. Okay, we both sound pretty disappointed in that one. Let's have a talk about one that we weren't disappointed in, Dale. It was Anna Bechendal and uh, Ashes to Ashes. Oh, has the phoenix risen? Oh, it has. I'm so pleased for her. I think we all know that she's the only Swedish artist not to have gone through to a grand final. I feel terrible every time I say that because I feel like I'm digging the <laughs> knife in Ripping again. The scabs off. But that is what she is known for. It's almost yeah. a bio. And to live with that on your, you know, that monkey on her back, mm. I think was lifted somewhat. Look, it would have been nice to see her go to, to direct the finale. But also she wasn't knocked out, thank God. That would have been horrendous. I think the song itself is amazing. I love it. Oh. It was my favourite song probably easily tonight. Like and I'm going to totally agree with you. My favourite song of the night. Yeah, and I think it'll be tough to beat that song. I'm going to listen to that to the end of days. I love a bit of pop country. I think her performance was really good but a little bit restrained. There was a fragility about that that I like, but also I'd like to see a little bit more letting go. Um, doesn't matter if something's a little bit strained at time. Do the Victoria, you know, not as good song, but like perform the hell out of it. Perform the hell out of it. Give me goosebumps. I was nervous the whole time watching her. That was my kind of. I didn't feel comfortable the whole time. It's funny you should mention Victoria because it sounded like a Victoria song to me. Yeah, it did actually. <laughs> if you, I could imagine Victoria singing that song. Look, I really did love it. 
I really, really loved the song. And mm. that's just, just on a pure musical sense. I love the song. It's amazing. And I do love this redemption thing that she's got going on, or potentially has going on. Um, it was terrific. I don't know about the staging. It did look like she was standing in a graveyard <laughs> with all those floral no. tributes, uh, which may be floral <laughs> tributes to her former career. I'm not entirely sure. But um, I'm on the um, Anna Bechdal, uh bandwagon here i thought that was a terrific redemption okay let's move across the baltic sea to estonia not even Tallinn. we're off to tartu mm. it was the easty lao semi-finals we had both the semi-final number one on thursday and the semi-final number two last night european time saturday night yeah look it Good shows. I really did enjoy it. I don't know about the stage and the technology mm. they use. Those sort of little triangular um, uh, projection screens uh, or LEDs. Not entirely sure. I think everybody that deserved to get through got through to a degree. Mm, would Gre- you agree with that, Dan? Uh, I think Greta Pyre is a bit unlucky, I think. And I would have liked to have seen something with a little, middle, a little weirdness to get through. Um, yeah. I felt it was all quite... All the safe songs got through... But it's quite a safe year in Istilao. Yeah, I agree. I guess the big sh- the big name to fall was Greta Paya, wasn't it? Mm. Um, and also, I mean, my heart bleeds, but for Cindy Katzen, apparently it didn't make it through. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> the most amazing performance. Oh, <laughs> they, She was carried off by people in white coats, which you know, I, I, doesn't surprise I, me, actually. I have to admit, when she was doing the whole meow thing... And the, oh, my God. And the cats would come on screen, that was... A highlight for the national final season for me. This is a sad day for furries in the fandom, Dale, <laughs> and I'd like you to have a little bit of respect. There were, it was. It had everything. It was absolutely bonkers. I loved it. It was terrible, but I, I loved, loved it. it. I absolutely loved it too. Let's talk about some of the big names that made it through. Victor Kroner with Stig Song. Uh, he was in semi-final number one. That is some very interesting staging. With yeah. the changing of the whole, it was like augmented reality type of thing. Yeah, but it came a bit late in the song. I would have liked to see it a bit earlier. And also, he struggled on the chorus. I, I, I think, I think vocally there were some issues, and I'm not there sure was. if that's going to win. But who knows? I think someone who could upset the apple cart there is Uku. Uku, because I would have put my house on Victor. I would have. And then I saw Uku today and I thought, goodness me, you're a good looking lad. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought. And the second, and then you got and then the the second thing I thought is, oh, geez, he's singing. Um, <laughs> uh, no, he, he actually did put it. Again, he didn't really hit some high notes as well. It was a so. much better vocal overall package, I think. And they've both been given good staging, which yes. says to me that Estonia is probably happy with either going mm-hmm. through. Um, I'd probably put my money more towards Uku right now. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not discounting, Victor. Let's have a talk about a couple of the others. Uh, our favourite, Lumavar featuring Inga. Minala Pav. Yes, yes, that got through. I'm so pleased she sung the hell out of that song. Oh, we stand a branding queen. Oh, <laughs> if you don't know who Inga's name is after that, it was literally all over. She's got her own range of leisure wear by the look of stuff. Brilliant. Also, what about Sissy? Oh, uh, eye catcher. Massive eye catcher. And the son of Dave Brenton, who is the winner for Estonia, back with everybody back in 2001. Think too. I don't know. Oh, Mark. you're going to be crucified. For oh, that, I know. Damn, terrible. <laughs> Look, but she I, was fantastic. Her she voice was, was great. She was. She's. A, she was an eye catcher. If it's not her year this year, it should be some other oh, year. That song is not good enough for yeah, her. She needs she, to come back again. Her voice good. is 
stunning. Yeah. So we've got a couple of weeks now to Istilao. We go back to Tallinn and they will have the big productions, etc. I'm really looking forward to seeing who comes out on top on that one. We always do like Istilao. We do. Um, let's move on to another Baltic neighbour. We have Latvia had the Supernova semi-final number two. Um, our good good mate. Yeah, good mate. <laughs> yeah, we're like best mates with him now. Not really. Um, but no, Marcus Reaver, who I think we had to take our hats off to the fact he comes back every year and he's made another final. Good on him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, I, I thought he's... He can see the guy's a professional. You know, when you looked at his performance, he knew all his choreography. He, he hit his numbers. He hit his marks. And, and that has to be, you know, you've got to, like, I like the guy. I, I, you know what, I really like, I don't mind his song, but it's actually a really good Eastern sounding song. And there's a Russian version. I, shall we have a listen? Yeah, you know what, let's have a listen to it. The English version, I was like, oh, okay, this sounds okay. Pretty good, cheap, Englishy, Eastern thing. You chuck the Russian on and it elevates weirdly. It's only because we don't understand a word that's being said. That's probably good. But it sounds better, doesn't it? Because it, it is an Eastern Russian sounding song. Mm. Um, I don't think you want to sing a Russian song in Latvia. I don't think they're going to send you. But hey, if you sing Russian at Eurovision, I don't think that would be the worst thing in the world. Who I've, knows? I've said this for years. Russian is the second language of Eurovision. Forget French. Yeah, it's, Russian it's, it's so interesting. So thank you, Liv, for actually pointing that out to mm. us. Um, the Russian version. I was very impressed with that. Um, who else got through? We had the um, wonderfully named double-faced eels. Mm. I like them. Bit of a uh, favourite to win, actually. They Bit of a rock one band. of the favourites. And I thought they did a pretty good performance this morning. Zilly Violets uh, featuring Cosmans. Of they course. Got as well. And i got to say, one I really, really liked was Carousel. It's sweet. It's nice. Folksy. It's a- it's it's folksy, but the way they shoot and everything, I found it captivating. I really, really captivating. Loved it. Something to keep an eye on in the final, I think. Right. Okay. Well, that is Latvia done. The final will be in two weeks, as Michael just mentioned. Let's go a bit further south to Hungary for Adal. It was heat number three. We had oh, what you what's You've going got on? A shock, haven't you? Somebody didn't get through. Oh, I thought you get oh. all very excited there, waving your oh, hands around. Oh, but yeah, look, this was our favourite. We we mentioned this a few weeks ago. Well, my favourite. Yeah. Oh, it was our favourite combined. Oh, it was. Okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> get back in your box over there. Um, Leander kills. Um, we really quite enjoyed this song. A lot of people did. Expected a lot from it. He almost made it through to the super final last year, where I think he probably would have won if he he got through. Um, gone. First heat. Absolutely. Yeah, just mm. missed out getting through automatically, and the public just went for another act because, um, yeah, yeah, there's a good chance there. I was really surprised. Yeah, look, but uh, to, to talk who got through, Yossi Papai got through, mm-hmm. watched his performance. I thought he was very good. Yeah, we, we saw this song earlier um, beforehand. I wasn't blown away by it, but um, Yossi obviously coming back, he performed in 2017. Uh, that staging was phenomenal. Hmm. I really enjoyed it, and it really elevated the song. The sort of three D effects with the uh, with the stars sort of behind him really worked. And I, I I didn't think much of the song previously, but once he was performing it on stage, and that bloke can emote. Oh, oh God, he can emote. Oh, he could. And I think he's been working out. Yeah, um, <laughs> also look that way. Yeah, yeah um, Yossi. Um, he also he came equal first in the heat with Boggy. Not oh, yeah. Boggy from 2015. This no. is another Boggy. It's obviously mm. quite a... She had a projection dress. A cocky 
ring and a projection dress. And yeah, she wrote, she got raised in the air. Yeah. Kate Miller Heike, take note. Yeah, please. <laughs> so that's heat number three for Adele. That's going to go on for quite some time. So we're going to semi finals now, is that right? Um, yes, after the, the heats. We've cut the dead wood now. We go straight to semi. We go through and get rid of more dead wood before oh, we go through the final. Okay, sem- got yeah, semis. Okay, cool. Yep. Go, go, go. Yes, so what about talking things that go on forever? Lithuania. Talking about Deadwood. <laughs> Lithuania. Yes, Eurovision. Satranka. Yes. So apparently Monica Maria got through again. Yes, she did. <laughs> so her song she was in last week with a song that came second. She's back in with her other second song that got entered late in the contest. It got 12 points to the telly vote, 12 points to the jury. Ooh. Called Light On. So there you go. She's obviously got to have a chance there. Well, she's got two chances. Well, we know that, yes. <laughs> But interestingly, oh. she got through there. It's going to continue as Lithuania always done. The less we talk about it right now, the better. Well, let's, let's wait till it gets to the pointy end. Exactly. And then we'll we'll see that. that in about five months. Cool. All right. Now, what about Moldova last? No, Moldova or Romania? How dare you, Skip? <laughs> How dare you, Skip? <laughs> Romania. This is yes. my moment of triumph, Dale. <laughs> let's talk about Romania's first semi-final last week. Well. Obviously, the big hitters made it through. I mean, we're talking about these no-names like Belly Santiago, <laughs> Claudia Maru, Teodora, that trooper. They hey, Teodora, I'm a big fan. We, we, there's a lot of big fans. But you know who made it through, Dale? Vida. I know. <laughs> Vida made it through. And, and she <sighs> made it I have to say, I don't know what's going on with the judging, but she did make it through on the telly vote. All right, so can we have a listen to the tally vote? She got eighteen hundred and twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Second place got six hundred and sixty. I know. This is how much she stormed the tally vote. Should we have a listen to a bit of her uh, vocal form? Look. <laughs> Okay, can I just say, like, I actually watched this. You did. You were you slept on this. Um, I was but, sleeping. But I have I have heard Vida's song played over and over again by you for weeks on end, and I think I got Stockholm syndrome because when it came down to that tally vote, I was like, "Come on, Vida, come through! <laughs> I really want you to get through for the win," and I don't like the song. Aww. But it's quite Look, nice. She's vowed. She's vowed not to miss those notes in the final, and I totally. <laughs> Total confidence in her. Total confidence in her, Dale. Okay, I'm sure she's off to Tel Aviv. Fingers crossed. Okay, well, that was the first semi. We've got the second semi. Not this week. It's actually next week. Is it next week? It is next week, not this week. We have to wait another week for Sonia. We have to wait. Yeah, so Sonia, the Australian. Australian-Romanian, but we um, stand Sonia, and we really want her to get through, so that's next week. We'll talk about her next week a little bit more. Yeah. But just next door to Romania, we had the very um, interesting uh, Moldovan live auditions last night. Yes. What did you think of that? That was your first Moldovan live auditions. I have sat through them before. It was. It was very interesting to see them have the one minute of sound check where they could just sing and then all of a sudden like stop, stop, stop. Okay, now I'm ready. It takes a while to work and out I what the hell's going on. I understand the half-time... Um, we had a half an hour thing to Marlene more Dietrich. Than half an hour, I think it was. We talking about Marlene Dietrich, and we went on to the news or something. It was very interesting. Um, there were some incredibly weird acts, but what was surprising was the fan favourite got knifed. I know that wonderful song about oh, Moldovan wine. Jeez, look, it's Brand Moldova. Um, fun, upbeat. It. it 
you know, I wouldn't say novelty, but like that kind of like crazy Moldovan, don't roll your eyes at me, but those kind of crazy Moldovan thing going on, which has been their brand for the last couple of years and has worked. They've got two top tens in a row. They didn't get through and you saw that audition and you know that that live vocal was great and they, they should have got through. And they looked normal. <laughs> like, it wasn't just the singing and the... They were there were some interesting weirdos. cats in that audition, yeah. wasn't there? there really was some... interesting cats. Wow. So let's talk about the week ahead. Yes, um, of course, another big week. But let's go straight to Saturday morning where we have UK You Decide. The final will be on. That's our time. It's going to be Friday night in the UK. Also on Friday the 8th, European time, Poland will announce their um, artists and mm. song. Internal and, selection. Yes, and we have Finland will, Darude will reveal his first song oh. for UMK, the first one. Now, on the 9th, we have three nations who will be potentially choosing their Eurovision entrant. Number one, Australia decides Saturday oh. nights. Wow. Very excited about that. Montenegro are also hosting or holding their national final. And, of course, the entire week, culminating up until Saturday night, is Sanremo Music Festival. Oh, wow, that's So right. that starts on, like, Tuesday, has, what, five nights, and then it gets to the final, which will be Saturday night European time. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Evolo getting a bit of buzz already. They're starting to do some social media stuff. Well, I think they're going to be strong. It'll be interesting. The thing is, like, you know, we as we know, Sanremo doesn't mean they're definitely going to send the artist through, but we'll find out. Um, for the rest of things, we have Melfest. We have the next show. Michael, you've got some details. I have. We're I off saw to, your eyes light up. We're off to Malmo for semi-final number two. Uh, interesting ones, we have Andre, Andres Jonsson. He's going to be opening the show. He's one of those sort of aging rockers, but very popular. Apparently, he's got a cracker song. Uh, Margaret will be closing the show with uh, her song. Interesting one, second year back, to be mm. honest. Uh, mm. We'll see what the reaction is to her. I think the other two to watch here, Oscar Innerstadt, who is from the F-O-N-O. He's apparently got a cracker song, so look out for that one. This is the one that about the uh, relationship he had with a lady 30 years older than him. So I think this could be a really interesting one. Okay, well, I'll believe if a song is a cracker when I see it for myself. <laughs> um, anyway, what else is on that day? We also have Adele as usual and Lithuania as usual. They're not going away anywhere, but oh. we also have Song for Kevin. We spoke about it before. Yay. First semi final. Let's see if they elevate live. God, they might get a pulse. And then Ukraine also. Vidbur. Oh, wow. Vidbur is back, Michael. Yes. We haven't really talked about them yet, have we? No, we haven't. But we'll obviously talk about them next week after the first semi-final. Mm. We know some songs are out from there. Some people are excited. So that is the week ahead. So it pretty much brings us to the end of the show this week. But we can't leave until I give our final facts. No. So... This week, we did have the OJ Australia to the Eurovision Top 100 songs. It was like our own ESC 250, and it was amazing. Joy FM broadcasted, people around the world were listening. How good was it, Mike? It was terrific. It was really good. And it was always interesting to hear what Australian fans like. You know, it can be different to what the Europeans do. Oh, definitely. Know? And well, look, unsurprisingly, you voted Dummy, even the best song of all time, <laughs> ahead of Euphoria. Oh, yeah. Patriotic much, definitely. But um, also, we definitely went for Bops more. But a nation that we do also 
kind of align ourselves with and a lot of Australians have performed for them in the past. Seven of the top 100 from, were from the United Kingdom. They were. So we do have quite a close relationship with you and he, with them. And here's the fact for you. Mm-hmm. Every year Australia's been in Eurovision, the telly vote have always put United Kingdom in the top 10. Really? Even Electro Velvet. Well, we're cancelled. <laughs> Obviously, they are the closest thing we have to a neighbouring country. We the televote every year. Have they put us in their televote or anything? Oh, they give us points back, but I don't know if it's exactly replicated. Mm. But we have a strong history with them. A lot of Australians have performed with them. But there we go. Our strong ties UK cannot be denied. They are there. And we've got a big week ahead. It's Australia decides week. People get excited. There's going to be a lot coming out from us. We'll speak to you soon. Thanks, guys. See you later.